Amidst the grounds of the Miskatonic University stands a grim archive. Within lies a collection of the darkest secrets known to mankind. But visitor beware, for what horrors lie within their pages. Can you resist their maddening call, or will you succumb to the tales from the Orna Library? Tonight's story, Long Way From Home, Part 2, At the Edge of Civilization. Previously, our investigators found themselves drawn to the North Flinders Range of South Australia. The region had seen a myriad of strange phenomena over the past months. Daily earthquakes, strange concentrated meteor showers, and a mysterious regenerative spa, to name a few. With varied methods of travel, from plane to train, they set out for their next destination. A small settlement in the heart of the sun-baked outback, called Farina, in hopes that they can learn more about the mysteries that brought them here in the first place. And welcome back, listeners, to the Tales from the Orn Library. Today is part two of Long Way From Home. So we pick up with our with Orson. You are being led through the town of Farina by one William Griffiths. He is a very slight man, really kind of ruddy orange hair under a uh, postmaster's cap. Sleeve of his right arm dangles because he is missing his right arm. He is pulling a wagon with a bag full of mail through the town. You pass by dilapidated buildings. These Yellowstone buildings lie in crumbled ruins. The sky above you is blue and empty, and the sun bakes the landscape all within it into submission. William looks back at you. Lovely place, huh? Oh, yes. Uh, I, I quite enjoy the scenery. It's something different than I'm used to. Well, you'll get used to it real quickly. You'll want wherever you're coming from soon enough. Uh, I don't believe I've asked, uh, but uh, about your uh, your arm, what what happened there? All right, that was um, <laughs> Great War. Not something I really like to uh, talk about, but yeah. Understood. I, I don't wish to pry. It's all good, mate. People are curious. And just as you um, kind of enter into the main square of town, which is centered around a um, stone building with the sign police station above it, the four of you, Louis, Travis, Chuck, and Henry, have made it into the town and round a corner to see Griffiths with uh, Orson as well. Well, look who it is. Is Is that Henry? Is that Mr. Mathematician over there? I haven't seen you in quite a while. What has it been? 12, 13 months? 
Orson kind of sits there and he he thinks to himself for a second. He like closes his eyes. He says, "Uh, twelve point two to be exact." Yeah, you 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 would be the one to be exact, wouldn't you, Orson? <laughs> yes, I, I I suppose so. Well, what are you doing here? Well, I uh, I heard something about some meteorites, and I uh, I've been working on that uh, that weather formula, as you know, and it caught my interest. I decided to give a lecture here and kill two birds with one stone, as it was. Sounds about a par for the course for you. Uh, well, what are what are you all doing here? Spa day. Spa day. It's a peculiar place to uh, travel from the states to uh, to go to a spa day, wouldn't you say? Yeah, but from what I hear, this ain't no regular spa. Um, Louis kind of inching in on this conversation, <laughs> like he's just kind of like trying to overhear what they're talking about with the spa. <laughs> Okay, so uh, what's what's uh, this isn't in character, but like what's going on right now? Um, I guess we're we're all at the same area, right? Yeah. Where where are we at exactly? So if you look at the map, number five, the post office and uh, general store, on the corner of Twelfth and First, and uh, Orson, you watch as um, Griffiths is kind of like. Does a little bit of a wave and walks into the building labeled General Store. The name above the General Store has kind of been worn away with age, so all that remains is just General Store. Gotcha. Uh, I I kind of wave back as he he walks in, and I mm-hmm. I'll just kind of uh, posit to my uh, my compatriots over here. Uh, well, it it seems we're uh, in the uh, in the same area for similar uh, reasons kind of uh you're you're here to investigate something you uh enjoy and i'm here to work on math i guess when i put it that way it doesn't quite uh (laughs) make sense yeah not really uh what i'm trying to say is would you mind if uh i joined you for at least a short period of time of course can't hurt uh, yeah, no problem. Uh, I'm gonna introduce myself, by the way, if I haven't already. <laughs> oh, um, yes, uh, uh, fresh faces, I don't know. Of course, that's just fine. Um, hi, you're, uh, a mathematician, is it? Yes, uh, professor of math at, uh, Miskatonic University. Ah, great to hear. I kinda, like, I wipe, like, my hand off on, like, my pants, uh, like, free of sweat, and I extend it. But by the time I extend it, it's, like, sweaty again. <laughs> all right i give a uh, tentative handshake back and i say uh, pleasure to meet you uh uh, uh louis louis alistair it's a it's a pleasure to meet you uh orson orson and you're a doctor is it yes who uh not not the uh the medical type ah well i had this issue with my back but ah, never mind <laughs> and uh my name is uh travis tollison uh, as I uh, reach up to extend my hand, <laughs> uh, I, I of course shake your hand back uh, down. I extend my hand downward and shake my hand. Shake your hand. Uh, <laughs> pleasure to meet you. Oh, is it my turn? Yep. <laughs> Wait, he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't in the uh, the other one, right? He was, but. As an NPC. Right. That's what I, I thought. Yeah. All right. 
so we met, but not really. All right, so, um, good to meet you. Detective, I mean, ex-detective Chuck Steak. It's a pleasure meeting all of you. Uh, it's uh, quite a surprise to see some other... Uh, American faces? Yeah, um, Americans. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> yes, it's a pleasant surprise. So about this time, the door to the post office general store opens again and Griffiths walks out and he's like, uh, pardon me for intruding, but did I overhear you guys talking about meteorites? Oh, yes, yes. I am very interested in the meteorites that have been uh, uh, causing some uh, uh, disturbances. Yeah, um, a lot in the past month or two. Um, it almost like once a week get these bright meteorites and uh that land um not too far from here uh mostly around the area of the mendeley station it's also accompanied by quite a lot of earthquakes exactly uh 6 30 in the morning you can set your watch by it very uh peculiar uh do you have any other uh records or anything that i could uh Study, take a look at. Uh, no, I'm not really the uh, note keeping scientific academic type like yourself. Of course. Um, but what I can give you is that uh, my wife Dorothy does run the uh, guest house with uh, Kathleen Johnston. Uh, it's right across the street from here. You can uh, tell her that Willie sent you and um, might be able to get a little bit of a uh, discount, but can't promise it. Well, I, that's very kind of you. He um, goes back into the shop. If you don't mind, I got some mail to sort. But if you uh, need to send a wire, you let me know. But you might want to give me a little bit of time. Never quite got up to speed with uh, Morse left-handed. <laughs> and he quickly re-enters the building. So, uh, hmm. well, what time is it now? Um, It is about... 11.15. At night? In the morning. Oh. Yeah. Whole day ahead of us. Well, I uh, I suppose we might want to uh, go check out the guest house just to get accommodations set up. I, uh, I, I like that idea. I'm, um, I've spent too much time on trains. I'm ready to, to sleep stationary for a night. Well, as, as Stewie says here, I would... Uh... I would also like to get some rest. Just, just you know, I, fine. I, I, yes, yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you turn around and like, sure enough, like adjacent from the um, post office is uh, it's a large wooden plaster building with a tin roof, there, and there's a wide, couple wide shady verandas. The sign of it says Exchange Hotel. You you begin to notice that there's a lot of people. Not a lot of people, but people are starting to kind of come out of their houses and look at you. At this time, one lady steps out of the the guest house and makes eyes with you and say, if you want a room at the guest house, um, it will open. It's not often we get visitors. How uh, how run down is this place? It's, it's well kept enough, but it just like the rest of the town is still a little shambly. Hmm. Okay. So, like a, a snake uh, quality in. Snake quality in. 
<laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh man. Um. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go up and um be like, hey, uh, hi. Uh, um. I'm gonna uh, follow. By the way. How much? Uh. Um. <laughs> I, I noticed Chuck following close behind me, and I kind of gave him a, a look, and then I turned back to the caretaker, and I'm like, hi. Um. How? How? Uh. Uh, how, how how expensive is a stay here? Couple pounds. Couple pounds. Okay, um, I can do that. Um, I'll fish a couple pounds out of my wallet, slide them across, uh, or give them to her. Okay. Uh, does that come with uh, breakfast? Yes, there is a little bit of breakfast. Um, it's going to be served right in early in the morning. Um, hope you like eggs and bacon because that's all we got. Whew. I wouldn't ask for anything else. I gotta grab myself and my stuff and step off to the side. They, mm-hmm. Sorry, they they have chickens out here. Yeah, uh, Dorothy raises chooks, but the recent earthquakes they've stopped laying as much, so we've had to really rely on the train and other couple other residents get our eggs. But please, uh, come in. Lovely. I'm quite excited for some breakfast in the morning. Orson will uh, go ahead and go over and uh, do the same sort of song and dance, get set up with accommodations. Mm -hmm. And Henry will do the same. I will uh, follow shortly behind, shortly, not as in my height. I must make that clear. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she leads you in. Uh, She's like, we don't really get a lot of visitors, especially not as um, many. There's only uh, four rooms available at the moment uh so one or two we might have to share um but please feel free to pick out your rooms i'm just gonna look everyone well uh i already paid so i'm just gonna and then i'm gonna hustle off to the closest room and shut what the door an asshole <laughs> what an asshole <laughs> i'm gonna look towards travis and uh say hey if you want we can uh Share, because you don't take up too much space. I uh, I paid for my own room, but um, <laughs> I'm taken. Thank you. <laughs> I'll 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 take the room with the ocean view and just run to whatever random room I see first. <laughs> <laughs> so that's two rooms gone. Well, I'm uh, I'm uh, I I have no preference over. Uh, what room I have or who I might have to share it with. So I suppose leave me out of the equation. I mean, honestly, you could give Chuck just like a chair and like a magazine, not a magazine, a a newspaper, and he'd probably just fall asleep. How many rooms are there now? Uh, Two rooms. All right. Um, I guess uh, Orson will just kind of pick up his things and head to one of the non-occupied rooms. And... Henry will also do that with the last unoccupied room. Okay. So I'm in my room. I'm just going to like, everyone's going to hear as I lock my door. (laughs) (laughs) Travis will pop out of his room and just just be like, get in here, you bloke. (laughs) It's not even a choose thing. It's just a, it's just a, wow, I was really left alone. Wasn't I? (laughs) I mean, Henry Henry doesn't lock his door. But he's already posted up behind the bed with his gun trained at the door frame. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna say fuck it. I'm just gonna go to Orson's room and say, uh, "We're sharing." Uh, okay, that, that's, that's it. That, that uh, 
That works with me. So I will remind you guys that it is still like 1130 in the morning. Right. Yes. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just putting all my stuff down and like getting organized. Right, right. Making sure there's no rat people under my bed. No ranchos. <laughs> yeah, no ranchos. I will be take Travis yeah. will be taking a nap. He's had a long day of walking around. It's twice the distance for him. <laughs> yeah, so the rooms are a um, very simple affair. Um, the beds are very basic. A simple wooden frame um, with a straw mattress and a bit lumpy pillows. But it's better than nothing. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave, I guess. And mm-hmm. um, are there any like is this is all just flat land? Is there no, like hills or anything? Correct. Well, okay, there are some hills, but the outback is still very flat. Gotcha. And especially where you are now, you it is very flat. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find like a tree near me, like in a, like one of the corners of the of the map, mm-hmm. um, and to and get a picture taken of this town. Okay, you find a good spot and um, you snap a very, very good picture. You are a, you're a good photographer. Yes, <laughs> my redeeming quality. Thank God I found it. <laughs> it's probably one of the first photos taken of this town. So you kind of hold okay. that a little bit of pride in your uh, in your chest, you know? Oh yeah. I'm I'm feeling good, um, and then I'll go back and cool down at the <laughs> at the end real quick. Mm-hmm. What are the rest of y'all doing? Um, well, I'm I'm just uh, unpacking my suitcase and trying to work myself around the room. Uh, I got a smoke in my mouth, and I'm just kind of counting my stuff. And uh, I uh, I look around to make sure if anyone's watching. Is anyone watching? Real quick. Uh, Orson's left by then, so. Okay, uh, I take a little package out out of my um, my briefcase and then just uh, take a whiff of it, and then put it back and then <laughs> lock everything up. Mm-hmm. Um, Orson would like to uh, just sort of uh, take this time to. Uh, we don't have to like. Uh, role play it out because we already got I already got the information from other people but he's he's kind of just trying to gather as much as he can about uh the meteorites from as many people as he can okay so you hear generally the same thing the constable Arthur Johnston yeah he tells you that they fell somewhere near the Yuda um and the spa out by Paralana also reiterates about the earthquakes and actually while you're in the jail you do notice that there's a woman dressed in a tattered nightgown who is in one of the occupying one of the cells okay uh anything uh particularly interesting about her catch my eye or just uh kind of an offhanded just kind of an offhanded thing okay uh well it's good to know that it is by the spa because that will give me uh, a reason to stick by my compatriots. Mm-hmm. So you you collect about pretty much the same thing from everyone. You get that from the person uh, working the front desk at the guest house. You get it from the baker. Uh, you actually run into a couple of the swaggies, and uh, they mention that as well. Okay. Uh, so 
that's something I noticed on the map. What is uh, what is Swag Swagtown? Yeah. So, in Australia, uh, the Australian word for hobo is uh, swagman. Um, what a swag is is it's that that type of um the cloth sack that you sling over your shoulder. You know, uh, a swaggy is a shortened for shortened for swag men or swag woman and it's actually a side note what waltzing matilda is about is about hmm. a swag man hmm. they, um, most of them are like itinerant workers and whatnot and uh a couple of them approach you about like coin and uh, they let you know about the meteorites and whatnot so all right cool so what is everyone else doing while orson is going from home to home has Henry um, have we all seen like the map of the town like in character I don't know if there would be a map of the town Hmm. in that case Henry is going to wander around town until he stumbles across uh, the Masonic Lodge okay and he's going to investigate that all right. Um, as far as you can tell, it is empty at the moment. Can I take a peek inside? Sure. I peek inside. So you open up the door and uh, it's relatively dark in the building. The shutters are closed and whatnot, and it, it looks empty. Um, and you look around for a second and you lock eyes on lock eyes with this really, really large dog it's an alaskan malamute um but it is like almost twice as big as any alaskan malamute you've seen oh what's it what's it doing here this ain't alaska um it just looks at you and um you hear a voice say ah what is it uh hello anyone home what do you want with all harry harry yeah it's my name a very old man uh, steps into the light. He's ragged, uh, has a very large beard, has a look in his eyes that um, is just a very worn out look. His skin is weathered with marks and scars of old injuries. Um, he just, he looks at you, but he it's almost like he's looking past you. Um, I just saw your uh, your fine establishment here, and I thought I'd uh inquire within uh, don't tell anyone I'm here I don't this is, I, I'm not supposed to be in here but it's nice and cold and not a swag town kind of reminds me of Antarctica oh so you're uh you're squatting in here shh don't tell anyone Okay. Um, <laughs> um you 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 secret safe with me, pal. Um, you said you're from Alaska. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm I'm from right here in the great country of Australia. Tell me, have you seen any penguins around? Um. Since I've seen such crazy stuff in this building already, 
I'm like actually gonna look and see if there's actually penguins in here. <laughs> um, there are not. <laughs> there's a distinct lack of penguins. Um, as far as you can tell, there aren't any penguins, but they could be invisible. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, pal. I uh, haven't haven't seen any penguins around. Mm. Well, if you see penguins, you stay away from them. I uh, I saw some of them down in in Antarctica. They were they were mean, evil things. You don't want to mess with those penguins. You don't want to mess with those penguins. And he kind of holds on to his dog. Skip here, save me from those penguins. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to mess with the penguins. Uh, I'll uh. I'll keep that in mind. Um, in the mine. The mine had penguins too. It was like... It was... They were like rocks, but then they were penguins. Uh, yeah, you know, it was like like rocks coming together as boulders. But they were penguins. They're, um... What mine? The, uh, the Yuda, the Yuda Matna. Yeah, yeah, the Yuda Matna. So there's, there's penguins in the mine that were boulders? Oh, yeah, you don't, you, you don't want to see them, though. They're, they're bad things. They're, the big ones would crush you, and the small ones would watch you, but they were rocks. You know, one second you'd you'd put your lunch down, and then it turn away, and now it's three yards away. And then the number nine at it. Oh, that was the day the penguins came back. He starts getting this really long, thousand yard stare in his eye. Can I make a Cthulhu Mythos roll to see if like if this like makes like actually any sense, or if this is just a crazy man? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Shaky, shaky. Ah. Nope, that's a 48 over 20. He just seems like someone who's uh, who uh, um, his brain been addled by the sun or something. He's seen some shit. All right. Well, uh, Ari, was it? Yeah, Ari. You mind if I just uh, take look around here yeah 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 go ahead um but like i said if you see any penguins let me know and stay away from them and he kind of goes back to hugging his dog who sits down but still looks at you there's something slightly off about the dog that you can't quite put your finger on it but there's just just enough for you especially to feel a little uneasy like anything to roll against no um but just you with your experience feel a little uneasy around this hmm interesting yeah i guess i'm gonna take look up more of a look around the uh the lodge see if there's any more points of interest uh not that you can see uh like I said, it's, there's a reason he's staying in here because no one's in here at the moment. 
dusty chairs and there's a podium that has notes about um, a, a meeting like two months ago. Great. Um, I'm going to I'm going to turn to leave and I'm just going to say, uh, well, uh, catch you later, Ari. Uh, let you know if I see any penguins. Yeah, watch out for them. I'm just going to very quickly close the door behind me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyone else? Let's see. Has everyone done everything or has everyone done anything? Or is it like everyone's taking a turn kind of. Yeah, for the most part. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm napping. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to see. I'm going to try to ask around about the devil sheep. Okay. Um, and see where I can start my search. Okay. I guess you ask first the uh, uh, Kathleen Johnston, the owner of the guest house. Um, she gives you kind of a quizzical look. No, I haven't uh, heard anything about that. But you might want to talk to uh, Ahmed Wu. Um, he runs the Kaliats. Uh He goes. He travels a lot. You might. You might be able to. He might have seen something. Hmm. I'm at the, the, the travel yards. Hmm. Cattle. Or cattle yards. Uh, all right. Then I'm going to go head over there and see if I can't talk to him. Okay. So it takes you a couple minutes to walk across town, but eventually you find your way to the cattle yards. It's really close to the railroad station and next to a mostly intact house. You being Australian know that, mo- that this kind of enclosure would normally be hold, hold sheep in other towns. Um, but now only holds a curious mix, uh, mix of bullocks and camels. Hmm. Um, and you see a man dressed in, um, strangely enough, kind of Arabic type garb. He's got a turban on and he's got uh, like, a, like a long flowing robe and he's uh, feeding, he's kind of brushing some of the, some of the camels and there's an, a, a younger man dressed in similar garb, carrying water pails and whatnot. Now, they seem to be in the middle of a uh, choring. Okay. Um, I'm going to kind of, <clears throat> I'm going to kind of wave. Hey there. And I'm going to walk up to him. The tall, the taller man turns around and acknowledges you. And um, he has a very uh, bristly mustache. He acknowledges you and walks up. Good eye, Mike. What can I do for you? Hi, uh, uh, I'm um I'm kind of an outsider here. Um, yeah, you can say that again. <laughs> I guess you could. Um, I uh, I'm looking for something they call the uh, <clears throat> the devil sheep, and uh, I've been told that you might know about it. Devil sheep? No, I haven't heard anything about that. Uh, whereabouts did you hear this thing was uh, seen? Yeah, it was uh. Uh, it's rumored to have been seen around the uh, the, the, the Mendeley Station. Ah, oh, Mendeley, eh? Yeah, Mendeley Station. Well, it's not too far away from here. A couple of days' journey. Uh, I might be willing to uh, take at least to the um, homestead. And uh, maybe you could eyes me with uh, the bullocks or the camels. That's your choice, really. But I got really nothing much to do at the moment. Sorry if you're if that's what you want. Oh, that uh, I uh, might have to take you up on that. Uh, uh, I've come across a few people who uh, who might also be interested in this, so uh, uh, I might run it by them as well. 
Um, thank you uh, uh, for your time. I'll be in touch. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I, I feel. I just feel so awkward. <laughs> um, or no, I don't. But um, actual Louis just kind of feels awkward meeting new people. Um, and so he goes back to the, he goes back to the the lodge. Okay. You guys all gather back at the lodge then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, pretty much. It's about given all the stuff you guys have done. It's about late afternoon, early evening at this point. Day and um, there is uh, the smell of cooking meat coming from the guest house uh, as um, Kathleen and Dorothy are uh, cooking up a bit of rabbit and mutton stew. Yeah, what are you guys gonna do once you all meet back up again? Well, I'm gonna get some food because yes, yeah. I'm, t- I'm a bit hungry. Um, Orson is going to, a- after of course, getting some food like the others. Uh, <laughs> He is going to sort of uh, try to get everyone's uh, attention and just kind of uh, posit the question. Um, well, uh, it, it seems from what I've heard from everyone that we're all headed in generally the same direction. So I suppose we should uh, form a plan. It's better to travel together than alone. Uh, yeah, seconded. Um. Speaking of that, uh, yeah, if we could... Have you guys heard of the devil sheep by any chance? Anyone here? What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep, yep, that's okay. <laughs> so, uh, um, I specific, I'm i a photographer, as many of you know. Specifically, uh, I photograph uh, animals out here, out here in Australia uh, and uh, wildlife. And... Uh, uh, there's been rumors of a of an elusive animal called the devil sheep uh, um, um, over at the station and uh, I uh, if possible I'd really like to go there and uh, uh, for the purpose of photographing it and if uh, anyone would be interested in you know in coming along you know uh, I'll make sure to credit you in the photo as being a uh, assistant photographer <laughs> I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of lonely. <laughs> well, that uh, Jacob, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's in like the same direction, right? Correct as the Paralana. Right. Okay. Well, uh, I, I don't. I can't speak for everyone, but since it's in the same direction, I suppose that would be no trouble. Yeah, I agree. I say. We should all probably uh, go together. Um, probably stop at the the Uta mine first, and then go to the Paralana Spa. Now, uh, I I was talking to one of my colleagues, uh, Henry. You'd uh, you'd find this interesting, uh, and uh, I I kind of um, insinuating something there. Someone from the uh, the University of Adelaide said uh, something about the mines. Uh, it was a a, a George Sumter. Uh, he said that uh, we should stay away from the mine. Uh, something he wasn't very clear, but he had a very strange aversion to it. Hmm. Hmm. That's a that's a sort of wink wink nudge nudge thing at uh, Henry. I'm hoping he. Uh, he picks up on it since we were in a sort of uh, strange situation together at one point. 
<laughs> yeah, I give kind of like a like a subtle, but it doesn't come across subtle as all at all kind of nod. Mm-hmm. Just very slow and deliberate nod. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, that uh that that that, that uh, sounds agreeable to me. Great. Excellent. And then I give a really slow and deliberate nod, trying to keep up with <laughs> <laughs> Try to fit in. I mean, I don't have anything to say, so I'm just I'm just eating and drinking and stuff, just like nodding along with it. Uh, Chuck, uh, wow, are you? Uh, what What are your thoughts on this? Uh, as I uh, catch him with his mouth full of food. <laughs> uh huh. Well, then I think we're uh, all in agreement. Go, uh, go yeah. team, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me. And uh, what time was it, Jacob? About five or six o'clock. Okay, so we'd probably leave the next day. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think Orson, after uh, having some dinner, uh, will go to his room and sort of... Uh, Take some notes about what he's uh, he's heard around town and what he uh, uh, plans to do with his observations of the strange weather patterns here. Okay. Uh, nothing like especially important, but Henry's gonna like lay down and toss and turn and fail to fall asleep until he's too exhausted to stay awake. Okay. I'm just gonna go outside and have a smoke and then just fall asleep somewhere in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Louis is just going to polish his camera lens. Travis? Uh, Travis is going to uh, wake up from his nap. <laughs> oh, man. No, no, no. Sorry. He's been present for the dinner. But uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, he uh, is uh, going to go to his room and uh, <clears throat> he's going to write a bit in his journal um, some thoughts he's had throughout the day, what he can remember um, for a couple hours until he finally feels the sweet lull of sleep uh, gently weighing down his eyes. And so, all of you take your rest as the familiar moon rises over an unfamiliar land. And that is where we will end our session for tonight. Sincerely thank you for listening to our strange story tonight, and we hope it gave you chills and thrills alike. Join us next time for part three of A Long Way From Home, Going Bush. Find us on Facebook at Tales From The Orn Library, or follow us on Twitter at Tales From The Orn Library Pod. Additionally, you can visit our website, where you can view all the handouts used in the show thus far. And until next time, remember, the library is always open.